Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Uh, thank you for taking the time out to tune into this episode of Mr. Speaks. Uh, still with a little bit of administrative stuff. I'm trying to do two a month. I already did one that I posted with my cousin, Mr. T. We talked about, uh, we watched wrestling, we reviewed the Royal Rumble. But today we're going to be doing a little bit something different. Uh, today I have another guest with me. Uh, Man, can introduce yourself. You can come up with your own nickname if you want to. I don't think I have a cool nickname for the radio yet. Um, I'll just be called Mr. G. How Mr. About that? Mr. G. We Mr. had a Mr. G. T. Now we got a Mr. T. Uh, G. And we got Mr. Speak. So it's uh, the three Misters. There we go. Uh, <clears throat> again, uh, this will be available on Anchor. Uh, I'll have links on the Facebook links and stuff. I try to upload to YouTube, but I don't really, I don't really mess with YouTube like that. I might, but eventually all the stuff will be posted on links and stuff. So uh, again, thank y'all for taking time out. If you get the chance, just you know, share it, like it. You can even talk bad about it if you want to. No such thing as bad press. So I appreciate all that. <clears throat> so today we're gonna get into this topic of change now this topic uh is going to be coming to that from a couple different facets uh generally what made me think of this was uh due to the fact that uh uh me and my wife we've been married for a while uh and mr g and his wife have been married for a while too but we have i can say well i can only speak for me and myself but i think we have like single friends that you know tell us about their adventures and exploits and stuff and uh a lot of a lot of the common thing that I've seen from guys and girls is uh, there is a lack of change. Uh, the first part of the lack of change uh, comes from you, the person that is trying to get the person that you're interested in, whether it be guy, girl, reverse, vice versa, to change. Uh, for example, say you are dating someone, quote unquote. I'm doing air quotes like you can see it, but you can't. Uh, <laughs> You're, you're dating someone, talking to someone, whatever, uh, and you want to be exclusive for that person, or want that person to be exclusive for you, but uh, you know for a fact that they talk to other people and they do all that, mess around or whatever, uh, and you really want them to be with them, but you yourself aren't like changing to do anything with that. Uh, for example, like if that person is like messing around and you upset about it, but you don't like hold that person accountable or have them have consequences for their actions. Because if you want somebody to, you know, stay with you exclusively, uh, I don't think you should condone like whatever they want to, unless that's the type of relationship you want. But this is talking for people that want to be exclusive with somebody. Uh, because if it, if it was me, not saying that I'm engaged in any of this, but if I know that I can do whatever I want to do, come back home to you and you're not gonna complain about it i'm not what's the point of me changing i have no consequences for my actions uh anything you want to weigh in on that mr g hey man i mean you kind of hit the nail on the head on that i mean if men especially men are gonna if men don't have a consequence to learn from they're gonna keep on going back to the same old thing um whatever they were doing beforehand so if he's running around cheating on a girl or just talking to another female, you know, and he one, one female wants to get uh, exclusive with him, 
and he don't want to let the other stuff go. If she's cool with that, he's going to keep on doing it. So even when they get to that point of, um, when they get to that point of, you know, I want you to, you know, put all your other girls off to the side, he's going to mm-hmm. ask why. I mean, you was cool with it all the time, so why you want me to change now, you know? And they, he's going to see it as a, I'm just being honest with you, I'm just being real with you, and he's going to think that that's cool, but she's going to feel a certain way about that because females are built differently than us. True. And I don't want to come off as sexist or anything. I can only speak from the male perspective because that's the male, that's the perspective that I know, but just given some of the insights that I get from the, even from the female side of it, uh, can, going back to what he said before, with a guy, you know, guys are, we're pretty one-dimensional. You need to tell us straight up in the beginning what it is mm-hmm. if these are the rules that we have of course they're subject to change but once we have those same those main rules established in the beginning if you try to change like it's gonna be hard to switch that because if in the beginning you like okay we together but we ain't together all right so if we together we ain't together i'm gonna go do my do my thing you you, you can get mad but you can't really complain because you're condoning it and you're not really cut me off but even by that time because if you do cut me off if i'm still over here doing this other thing with this other girl what still got i still got some but you know that's that was just a perspective i have from that um and the other half that i wanted to get into the change from within as from the other person that you're trying to get if you do now if you do do that like you do what you're supposed to do like you know have them have consequences for the action you know cut them off or whatever it is that you want to do and then that person, you know, sees that they, that you are the person they want to be with, uh, they will see that. Like, they will have, to, they will see that change. Like, okay, this is the person I want to be with. I want to straighten up. I want to get myself together. And I want to act right. Because, um, uh, kind of, I lost my train of thought here. But, uh, you want to jump in so I get my thoughts together? I got you, man. Okay. Um, I mean, like, like you were saying, you know, uh, men are one. Men are one dimensional. You know, we we got a mindset on something, and that's what we're gonna do. Uh, if we don't have a mindset on being locked down with a female, then you know we we gonna indulge our ourselves and other things that we probably shouldn't be doing. Um, and that's not saying that that's a that's what we're supposed to do or it's a good thing. Not condoning it, but. Just being realistic now, like that's the stuff. That's the type of stuff that happens. Now, every guy's not like that, no. But there's a lot of them that are, and a lot of females don't understand why, or they don't understand how you get there, or how would you know? Why do you treat me like this? And this, and this, and this. And sometimes it's sad to say, you, you know, some females they allow themselves to get treated like that, mm-hmm. and like you know, Mr. Speech was saying, you know, no consequences. You're allowing him to do whatever he wants to do and treating you like a doormat. So, I mean, you can't really expect him to do anything differently. So if you try to change something up after that, you know, he gonna go run off to whoever's next in line. Man, men are dogs. Yeah, women are too. I mean, I ain't trying to. Yeah. I ain't trying to be like you know Derrick Jackson. You know, like it's all the men's fault. You know, no, no, women are to blame too. I can just only y'all can. I don't know. I mean, that's some like like out of every ten videos, he has two that I might agree with. But this this definitely this definitely ain't that. I can only speak for 
the male perspective in situations that I've been through myself. I'm, I think I'm pretty, pretty, been pretty transparent about everything that I went through because yeah. I had to go through a similar thing like that. You know, when you, I would say I got married pretty young, and when you when you are very young, you know, you don't fully understand the concept of marriage. Yep. Uh, you just see it as, well, if you have both, is it that if you have both parents in the household, whatever they did, that's what they did, you know. You just see them as they are. You don't understand that, you know, they had to go through, well, 18 years of marriage before you were even born, probably, at that time. Mm-hmm. And then 18 years of marriage after that. So, uh, it's like a lot of growing pains, but it also comes down to like wanting to change yourself. Like, as when you, uh, when a man first gets married to a woman, you don't necessarily change your ways per se. Uh, it's a lot of growing pains. It's like you just think, well, marriage is just like a regular relationship. You no, know? it's just like boyfriend and girlfriend. You know, I can do what I've been doing. Not necessarily, I was, you know, I went back like a thousand. I, I don't think, I think I was a pretty handsome guy, but. I wasn't really knocking out the park like that, uh, but still, it's just like, you know, we're just two people that's together. You know, we 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 been we were in a whole relationship for a year. Marriage isn't going to be any different, but you know, that's when you know two households are becoming one. Your mindset has to change. It's just not about you. And through those growing pains, you have to see that you know what you're doing affects not only you, but it affects your spouse, your your child, like all that stuff and seeing like the consequences of your actions, like that kind of stuff sparks change. At least that sparks change with me. But I think that sparks change with anyone. Like, cause change is a natural part of life. You can't be the same way forever. Like you have to be able to change and grow with the times. Your mindset has to change. The things that they just sound cliche, but the stuff that got you here won't get you there. Like time grows and things change. So I think that keeps with the theme of that. Anything you got to add on that? Yeah, I mean, in a in a way, in a way I agree, and in a way I kind of disagree. Um, you know, some of the things that uh, some of the things that helps you get through, you know, up to a certain point. Some of them, some things they might help you, you know, to get through. I, I definitely agree with the the point of you know, uh, you got married young. So I was in the same boat, man, mm-hmm. and for her. You know, for my wife, I was hitting anything that was moving. <laughs> you know, that was that was my. I don't know what my goal was. I was just, mm-hmm. just acting crazy, man. <laughs> and um, in terms of it, it caught up with me after a while. Um, you know, first we first year, us being married. You know, we I went down the wrong path, and about six months, I went down the wrong path, and. Uh, had to pay the consequences for it. Still paying the consequences for it right right now, to be honest with you. But um, it's a there's definitely a, a growing lesson because you know you don't really understand the seriousness of marriage when you're 20 years old. You just like mm-hmm. I got somebody and I love them. And yeah, we're gonna be together happy forever. Nah, it takes work to get there, man. And a lot of it. Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, that's why I guess. Well, they always tell you, you know, take your time before you get married and make sure you, you know, so you, I, I keep doing air quotes, like people can see me. I just talk, <laughs> I talk a lot with my hands. You, this don't really come through on the podcast like that. I don't have a good webcam to do like face cam and stuff, yeah. but they like want you to sew your wilds and stuff, you know, go out and be free. 
I'm not necessarily condone that, but I do understand that aspect because I'll admit like that was a problem I had. Like I wasn't like I was pretty a pretty one dimensional kind of guy. You know, I went to went to class, did all everything I was supposed to, you know. I, I had a little little something, something, but you know, I wasn't like big man on campus, oh that's Ralph, oh, you you with you with him, like no, like he was a dog. For me, my case it was like, Oh, you with Ralph? Like I was a lame or something. <laughs> but <laughs> But when you, you know, but when you get married, like you know, people see you. It's like, okay, well, dang, I'm getting all this kind of new attention before from people who I ain't never even talked to before. Like, oh, you trying to talk to me? So like, a lot of that is hip. Like, is strange because you know you're not used to having that kind of attention. So it's like, oh well, for real? Oh, you kind of you know you you feel me a little bit? Okay, let's see where this goes. Now knowing that you know you 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 definitely married, you got a baby, so you kind of messing up and making mistakes like that. Like the way you talk to people, like. Uh, certain conversations that you used to have, you really can't have them anymore because women go through your phones. <laughs> women go through your phones. Men do too, but everybody, I'm trying to keep it equal, but this again, this is my experience. They go, everything you, what's done in the dark will be brought to the light, man. So I had to do a lot of learning like that too because even though I think it's innocent, you know, because I talk to these people like that all the time, but, you know, it's not about me specifically you know what? Now that you just say something like that, I got some. I got an issue with that. Okay. I definitely got an issue with that. So why? Why is it that females, when you get, you know, y'all start getting super serious, or you get married, a female that you never had any kind of sexual contact with, you never even thought of like that. Um, y'all just happen to be really close because mm-hmm. you've known her for a long time. You got a Cut her straight off. Mm. Cut her straight off. But, <laughs> and then you throw the shoe in the other foot, mm. and you got Daryl uh-huh. or some Kyle dude or whatever, <laughs> and he's over there um, on your wife's Facebook or Somebody Instagram. Hey, beautiful. Yeah, all that stuff. Comment hard eyes underneath mm-hmm. all that stuff. And then she's just, oh, that's just my friend. I've known him for, but when you said that, it was an issue with her. Mm-hmm. And then you say, hey, you need to cut him off. You need to leave him for what? She'll go to bat for this dude more than she'll go to bat. You know what? That's the person. <laughs> it's a, you know, it's it's, it's, a, you know, it's okay, man. Like, I, like I mean, I haven't had a chance to really talk like this with anybody else because I, I think you know, the married person I know that's yeah. my age that live in this area. So I mean, I think it's nice to talk about kind of stuff like that. Like this did start off with change, but you know, you have to change from something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had a similar situation like that, but I think my case was a little bit worse because me and this girl had never had any type of sexual contact. I did like her at one point in time. Mm-hmm. Like we were really, really, like really super, super close. But I admit, I shot my shot. She turned me down because this is this is the reason. All right, I know I'm going off a tangent right now, but uh, I was really into this girl. I was, I think, I was pretty much a gentleman the whole time. Yeah. Uh, I asked her. I was like, you know, you, you dating all these, you know, other losers. Why ain't you dating me? Uh, you, cause the, her reason was because you would give me, you would give me the world, and I kind of want to struggle. <laughs> what? what? Yeah, yes, that was the reason. That was the reason. Her and her sister uh, told me that together. They were like, "You just seem like you too nice. Like you would, you would work too hard." So I was, I was dumbfounded. That messed you up. I, man. I was completely messed up. Man. And yeah, they were like, "Well, because you know, sometimes you gotta want to do stuff on your own. Like I won't. I feel like I wouldn't be, you know, independent 
Well, you know, at the time, you know, I wasn't as aware of the world as, world as I am now. Yeah. But I was just like, huh? Like, ain't that what a relationship is? Like, I don't, I don't get these, this lady's line of thinking. Um, but even after that, we stayed close. You know, we had like, uh, we had like conversations and stuff. Like, it never crossed the line of like anything like sexual and stuff. But uh, no, I was really, I was really close to her. Like, we became like really, really good friends after that. Uh, talked to her all while I was in college. I remember when I was in college. <laughs> Before I, my cell phones were still like flip phones, everybody had like chocolates and stuff. Oh, yeah. I still had a landline phone. I had a landline phone wow. on a phone card. Oh, had an wow. old had an old school <laughs> phone card. My dad, I love my dad to the day. He would send me them phone cards in the mail. I I would be checking them up. It was cool, but uh, like even when I was trying to move on from her, like not saying like I was you know super, super into her, but I'm like no, my my life is kind of different right now. I'm in Missouri, you back in Chicago, mm. you know, I'm trying to do something different. I was like, get random voice messages, like, please, can you call me back? Like, I need you in my life, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, trying to, like, try me and stuff. But I was like, you know what? Like, I'm, I'm moving on. Like, I'm still going to be close to you. You know, you still going to, you know, I'm still going to be cool. But, you know, I got to move on. So, end up meeting Carrie, married. Carrie came up for a visit. Carrie met the girl. It was, <laughs> it was terribly awkward. Yeah. <laughs> I blame myself for that because I should have never even let it happen to that point. But I was like, you know what? I'm married. This is my wife. So I, th I thought I was doing the right thing. So, you know, you come over to the girl house. All we did was like sit in her room, like and watch TV. They had like a family gathering. Like everybody talked to me. Nobody talked to my wife. I was like, you know, why are you being so shy? You know, I didn't think about it at the time, you mm -hmm. know. But it was like a whole awkward. And then later that night, because I, no, I had proposed to Carrie. No, yeah, the day before I proposed to her, then, no, wait, I, I get my timelines mixed up. Yeah, yeah, no, the day of I proposed, but we went to the, her house. They have, they was having like a New Year's Eve thing, so we went over there first, and uh, we had, we, they had like a family dinner, you know, I was close friends with the family, family cool. Uh, we came home, it was New Year's, proposed to Carrie, it was all good. Three o'clock in the morning, <laughs> three o'clock in the morning. I ended up answering the phone. It was her, Carrie Lynn, right next to me. She was like, uh, "Oh, you replacing me with that with that girl?" I was like, uh, "This girl about to be my future wife. Like, why are you tripping like that? Like, what's, what's going on, bro?" Mm -hmm. And then Carrie just do not did not like that girl. I don't talk to that girl anymore. But it was, it was just like a little funny, little growing thing situation. But it was like at that point though, like they would go to like I tried to go to bat for her, but she messed up. But, you know, there was a point to where uh, Carrie was like, if our relationship don't pass six years, I guess that was her uh, longest relationship at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, this don't count as a relationship. I didn't, you know, me, I'm, I'm very, you know, pretty, very probable. But I didn't think too much of it. It was like six years. Huh? Yeah, I don't really care. But, you know, why would you even hold on to that type of thought? Like, yeah. I didn't I didn't think to challenge it because it didn't really matter to me. So I think that's a like a matter of perspective. Like if that was a girl, like if I had said that, like oh, if we don't, if we don't make it like past two years, then it's whatever, whatever. And then, uh, I don't even think we probably even be together right now. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you proposed to her, and then took her to the girl house? No, I took her to the girl. <laughs> shut up. I took her to the girl house and then proposed to her like that night. But it was a real <laughs> that part. The part at the girl house wasn't romantic. 
See, growing pain changes. Will I ever do something like that again? No. <laughs> no. But uh, <laughs> I ended up walking through the streets of Chicago New Year's to Walmart to get her this ring. Uh, and I would count, we watched TV, countdown on TV. I proposed to her. I'm like, will you bury me? She technically never said yes. <laughs> So you kidnapped your wife is what you're saying. She just stayed. Oh, she just she, stayed. She's okay. just as crazy as I am for staying because she, she never over, said yes. She, she said I do though, so it's illegal now. Right. But <laughs> <laughs> but she was like, "Are you serious? Like, what you mean am I serious? Like, I just walked through the ghetto in Chicago from my house to well, Chicago. Okay, for, for my Chicago people listening, I lived on Laramie and Leclerc, so I had to walk." Across the Folly Park to North Avenue, past, like past uh, North Avenue and Cicero, to where the Walmart is. This don't mean none of you because you ain't from Chicago. That's a pretty far away, and everybody knows La Folly Park ain't the nicest place in the world. Anything with park on the end is. Yeah, you, was, you shouldn't be there. Yeah, but I walked through that to propose to my wife, and you know, growing pains later, you know, even though we still are growing, and you know, but it, I would say it's gotten tremendously better. But you know, that was just a funny story. This is kind of going off the walls, but you know what? I'm enjoying this conversation. It's all good, man. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. I took it. I took it. Uh, see, man, I I don't know how you are with, with romance and stuff. I don't know where we're at. I don't know. I see. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm definitely a big romantic. But our problem is I go too big and then they expect it all the time. Yes, and now, now it's like I, I can't do that all the time. Like that's special occasions, you know. Plus, okay. I'm going off on another tangent. I'm going to get back to the change in a minute. But uh, uh, <laughs> uh, me and my wife has a thing. She does not like flowers. Uh, mostly because whenever I buy her flowers, it is for something bad. Most of the time. I would say a good 65% is because I'm messed up. Mm -hmm. But that 40, other 40 some percent, no, it's 35%. I'm not bad. I'm not, I, I'm not, I don't math. Uh, <laughs> I don't math. <laughs> I don't math. <laughs> But, uh, like, I bought her flowers. Like, the last time I bought her flowers, it was for her birthday. She, Because she had just complained about, you never buy me flowers and blah, blah, you never romantic. So, I'm like, all right, I bet. Cool. She was working, uh, I don't want to give out too much private. It's not like this stuff is private. I ain't got no money. So, if people come after me, you ain't going to get nothing. You might be doing me a favor. Uh, we live in Waynesville, uh, Waynesville, Missouri. And she worked at uh, Piney Ridge. Uh... At the time, I was working, still working out of Raleigh, uh, and I was working for the state. And I had called in a flower order for her to be, for them to be delivered, like fresh, this nice little uh, arrangement. Like it, it was like sixty bucks. I mean, that might sound cheap to some people. Sixty bucks is a lot well, for some flowers. It's a lot. It's a lot. Sixty bucks is a lot for some flowers. So I sent her to a job. When she first texted me, she was like, "Oh my God, I love them." Blah blah, like, all right, cool, I did good. When I got home, she went off on me because not even because it was my fault. She was like, because I guess people at her job have fragrance allergies or something, so people was like mad at her for having flowers. And then she was like, You spent sixty dollars on some flowers, and all they gonna do is just die. And I was just like, You just. What you black am I supposed to do? They're never satisfied. I'm sick of this, man. I'm sick of it. It's ungrateful. She always throw Valentine's Day in my face. Like, I got you all that bear stuff, and you wrote me a song. I don't sing, okay? I'm an instrumentalist. So I had, like, I don't remember what the song is, but I wrote a whole song, 
performed it, sung it in front of her. I can't, cause I can't sing and play at the same time. Cause I don't got enough coordination. That's why I can't play the drums. Cause I can't do, like, can't have a body to do two different things. But yeah, she was just like, well, you, you, yeah, money, money, money. Yeah, I, I do all this for you. I'm like, it's the thought that counts. Plus for your birthday, I went to Chick-fil-A in Jeff City. I woke up at like six o'clock in the morning. Joe to Jeff City, had them sing you happy birthday. Put it on Facebook. And still made it back here by like nine. I was sleeping. But I, I, be, I, I go hard. I do good on gifts see, and I, romance. See, me, horrible dude. Horrible. <laughs> Let me tell you. So, uh, Christina, my wife, uh, she is a helpless romantic. She try to act like she all tough. Mm-hmm. She ain't tough. <coughs> you ain't tough. If you listen to it, you ain't tough. I ain't <laughs> Anyways, now nah, she um. I used to be a huge, like, romantic when I was younger. I'm talking about the candles, the Jodeci, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. all the stuff I probably shouldn't have been doing as a young kid. Yeah. I got all of that, like, out of my system before I met my wife, which is a bad <laughs> thing. Which is a horrible thing. So now, I'm coming to the table with nothing, mm-hmm. honestly. I'm talking about the Walmart flowers. The $13... <laughs> Like the last minute stuff, like the, I'm like a, I'm, I don't know what it is. I'm, I am a horrible gift giver, and I don't, I don't really understand it. Like she, I can't. I remember one year for her birthday. No, not for her birthday. It was, um, it was Valentine's Day. Matter of fact, it was one year for Valentine's Day. It was when Isabella was, it was her first year being born, mm-hmm. and um, got her, got, I went to. Walmart the day of Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. and I uh, lied, I lied, and I lied. <laughs> she was like, "Where's my gift?" That I'm like, "It's coming." Mm-hmm. No, it's damn, coming. I didn't order a single thing. I didn't order nothing. I'm like, oh, man, man, I'm trying to figure it out. And I'm like, okay, I got paid today. We're good. I'm gonna run to the store real quick. So I'm like, hey, I'm gonna run out to the gas station real quick. I'm running through Walmart, and I'm like, all right, what can I get her that's like says that I love you, but you know, it's not too much, not too little. Mm-hmm. So I bought her a $400 tablet. It was like the first Samsung tablet, the all white one that came out with a pen. Got her that. Mm-hmm. I got her one of them huge Kit Kat bars. Cause she loved Kit Kats. Mm-hmm. And then I got her some stupid movie with, uh, what's that movie with Kevin Hart and Ice Cube? Uh, Ride Along? Yeah, I got mm-hmm. her the Ride Along movie. Didn't put it in the bag. <laughs> didn't even leave it in a Walmart bag. I just took it out and just gave it to her. And she was looking at me like, <laughs> so disappointed. Like, every time I give her a gift, it's just disappointment on her face. And I know she's sick of it. I need help, man. I, 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 I got you, man. But see, my issue is with my wife, she always, compl- like, she, she don't complain. But it's hard to buy her gifts because she don't ever want nothing. But then she want everything. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. I don't know what exactly to get you because you want so much stuff. And then I end up getting it for you. Then it's like, how'd you get this? Blah, blah, blah. But recently, I think I've been killing it because this is her. This isn't me. Again, I'm not a sexist guy. She enjoys pots and pans. So I got her like the fancy, tasty pots and pans. You know, she loves it. But she, she it's, she's a hard person to get stuff for because she don't ever get stuff for herself. But then she complained about not getting stuff for herself too. That's a whole other tangent. I don't want to go down that route yet. Yeah, but you give them the money. Like, why don't you go out and go do this? I want to mm-hmm. go by myself. Okay. 
Yep. 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 Like, uh, I don't want to go out by myself. Okay, well, fine, I'll go with you. But then, you you don't never want to go out. You always complain. You always make these faces. I'd be tired. Well, because I love you, I'm going to be out here for you. Don't ask me if I'm okay. Because then I'm not going to be okay. Just let me, let me, let me be me. I'm with you. I love you. Take your time. Look at that dress like three times. Put it on the cart. Then get to the register. Then don't put it on the cart. Take it out at the before we get there. Put it on the little chocolates. And then get mad we don't buy stuff for yourself. Oh, I'm I'm an old I'm like an old grumpy man when I go to the store with my wife. <laughs> she knows that I hate going to the store with her on the inside because I know she don't know how to make up her mind. She don't make no. <laughs> she makes. She's one of the people to make a list. Don't go off of nothing on there. She just goes and. I'm like, dude, I'm not staying in the I'm not staying in Walmart with you. I'm not going to the mall with you <laughs> for three hours just mm -hmm. to walk around and you buy two things. Not with it. I see. That's already more than what my wife did. Yeah. She'll end up. Okay, I really want this bag. Okay, I'll keep it in the cart. We'll go get a bunch of stuff for the house. Oh, Kyle, this will look good for Kyle. You know, I guess that far son. You know, I get, I get that. And I hate going shopping because where I'm at right now, I'm not a weight watchers no more. So. I'm I'm not big and tall. I'm creating a clothing line for big or tall people. Cause I'm like I'm big, but I'm not that tall. So stuff don't fit right for me. Like if I get like the tall stuff, it's too long. But if I get like the, the other stuff, stuff, it's too tight. So gotcha. I'm coming with the big or tall store, patent pending. Nobody go steal that. So I hate going shopping anyway, cause I can't ever get nothing. Like none of the stuff is my style. I dress very like business casually because that's why i was for like five years working for state and now i'm a teacher mm -hmm. which is still kind of the same deal so like i just like a lot of button-ups you know polo shirts like i don't wear like a lot of graphic tees unless i'm like lounging around the house but i don't want to pay like 12 dollars for a t-shirt just to lay around in the house and unless it's like really cool like a really cool tank top mm. but i just hate i i don't hate I, okay i'll just be honest i enjoy going to the store with my wife up until the point where we get towards the end. Like when I know we're headed towards the exit, because we have a pattern. Mm -hmm. we, we come in, this is just, this is at Ross. Uh, we come in, we go over to the women's section first, and look at the little bags and stuff. Of course. We go to the shoes, they never have size nines because every woman in Missouri is a size nine. <laughs> uh, then we'll go towards the, the kids section, the boys. Uh, we'll look at stuff for Kai, you know, we get stuff for him. Then now we go buy a little baby section for a little girl, even though we don't need, well, we, we still need some stuff, but we don't need to buy nothing else. Then we'll go around, we'll sniff the candles, look at all the little house stuff. Yeah, we, we sniff candles. We get one of those people, but she just yeah. go so, through the candles. Something good, man. Then we'll get close to the men's section, completely switch it, go into the women's section until they clear us out for the dresses. Then we'll go further in where the other stuff is. By this point, I'm done. Like, at least let me go kind of try to look at the men's section, even though I know they ain't got nothing for me. I'll still kind of look for a peacoat. You still want thought. I still want a thought, you know. At least let, let, let me let me let me pretend to you know want some. And then by that time, I'm already done. And then we do this repeat the same thing at every store, especially Walmart, because we'll go around that store like 16 times. And I'm like, when I go to the store, I just know what I want to get. And I go. And it's not like we buy that much different stuff anyway. Exactly. But you know, she she don't like being in the house, so I understand. You know, I have to. I'm an introvert, so I have to have energy built up for that. Like I have to know where we're going ahead of time, so I can you know mentally prepare myself. You know, I can be engaged. You know, I can make jokes, make my puns with the with the with the stuff. You know, make it fun for me. 
But then after a while, like I'm just kind, of, just kind of just done. So we gotta how to wrap that up. And then when I get like that, she she's just like, oh, you're in one of your moods. And I was just like, I'm not in a mood. I'm just tired. We've already overstayed our. I'm, I'm out of energy for this. You know, I'm here. Just just I'll, I'll smile. I'll give you a little nod of acknowledgement. But after a while, I'm just you know I'm just done. Just done. Need some time. Um, kind of went off into a tangent there, but uh, okay, we'll bring it back in for now. Uh, the final thing I want to talk about with change was uh, this is something that kind of stuck with me. We, uh, as well, not a lot of people might know, which is that, but go to church. I think I'm a, when I think I know I'm a Christian, uh, but our pastor had, I think it was a Sunday, uh, when he talked about, you know, uh, I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was along the lines of uh, wanting to change the situation. Like, like not a lot, not a lot of people really want to change the situation. Like, they, you don't, you change the situation by like escaping that. Uh, I kind of, I wish I would have wrote it down in my head. Well, write it down a piece of paper, but that kind of resonated me because when we, you know, when we pray for something, uh, we we pray for strength to deal with the situation. Uh, which is which is fine, I think, but we should. I think this is just me personally. Like we we need to change that mindset of you know, let's not let's be prepared for that situation. Yes, but let's do things to get away from that situation so that it may never happen again. Because you can, you will be tested. Because I used to have a, I used to think of myself as a little bit of a philosopher. Uh, I used to have this quote. It probably ain't even the original, but I used to say, you know, too strong to fail. So when you say you're strong, all your strength will be tested. And I have failed a lot. So uh, when I heard that, I was just like, you know, I want to change that situation. Like, I, w- I do want to have strength to face any situation. But once that situation arises, I w- don't want to have to go through the situation again. Because if I'm still doing the same things over and over again, that's insanity. Like, I'm praying for strength to deal with this thing. Okay, I deal with it once. Now it's back. Okay, what am I doing to? Okay, I got no, I got some more strength to deal with the situation again. It's gone. It's back now. So you're just repeating that loop. So I want to do steps to have steps to be strong for that situation, but also have the knowledge to say, okay, I don't need to be. I see the situation coming. I need to get away from the situation. So I wouldn't have to deal with that to continue to waste strength dealing with the same situation over and over again. Okay, that uh, that makes sense. That makes sense, man. Um, like uh, the thing, the thing of the, the piece you were talking about, where uh, Pastor was talking about, you know, if, when something keeps happening, uh, and you say you want to change it, but don't make any effort because that's that's where you want to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying you don't want things to change because you don't want to change because a lot of people change is hard. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to. Keep, you don't want to take yourself out of a situation where you already know what the outcome is going to be. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you put yourself on, you know, onto the right path, and you, know, you don't know the outcome, you don't know how it's going to end, you don't know nothing. You're just like, oh man, now I got to do it this way because you know God wants me to, you know, to, to do it like this. It's, mm-hmm. it's hard. It's it, it, it is hard, man. It's a it's a life changing event, man. Like. Uh, some people get around like cussing, mm-hmm. cussing, you know, dudes with you know porn and you know uh, anger, fighting, you know, smoking and drinking, mm-hmm. all that craziness, man. You know promiscuity, 
male and female. Mm-hmm. It uh, it's a it's a it's a life it's a life change, and you know, uh, people say that you know humans adapt well to change, and we really don't. Mm-hmm. We really don't. When 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 it's something that we're used to doing, and somebody tells us to stop. Mm-hmm. Well, I gotta stop for it. You know, I don't, I don't gotta do that. I'm doing just fine. Ain't nothing wrong with what I'm doing. And you know, you'll fight against it, but for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, like you know, you know, when we be on the men's call, you know, I wish my brother would speak up on there and mm-hmm. you know, open up more. But you know, a lot of them dudes, you know, changed up for the better. Uh, it took them a while to get there, but you know. Uh, all the changes that we do throughout our lives are it's, uh, it should be for the best you shouldn't be changing to do something that you shouldn't be doing you, mm-hmm. know, you shouldn't change from you were doing the right thing and then you change to you know, I'm gonna start a life of crime like, right you know, nobody wakes up and just feel like I'm gonna rob a bank today and mm-hmm. I mean, maybe somebody does I don't know yeah, man, be surprised. It's a, it's a lot of interesting human beings we have on this planet. But, uh, <clears throat> like, I, I agree with what you said about, you know, well, earlier what you said about how, you know, some things do help you to get to where you are. Uh, <clears throat> I would say the positive things, like, I would admit something for me was, it's kind of, it's kind of selfish, but kind of like I had... I had the desire to get away from things and I had to do it on my own. Uh, I did have like, no, even I had a great set of friends. Like, I think that's what helped me a lot. Uh, I had like a great set of friends that, you know, showed me that, you know, it's more to Chicago than just being on the block. You know, we got like a beautiful whole downtown area that you never really think about going to when you're in the hood because while you're in your hood, all you know is the hood. Yeah. So, but I had like friends that inspired and wanted to be better that helped me to want to inspire to be better. But I also had like influences from my family. Like I love my brothers. They're all doing well uh, right now. But coming up when I was like, you know, younger, you know, all of them, they all had their own issues. And, you know, I saw that for me and it was just like, you know, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to have to go through the things that they went through. And why should I? I have this blueprint right here with my brothers. Like they're doing well now in their own lives, but at the time, they were just like, okay, they were going through whatever situation that they were going through. And I'm like, I don't want to be like this. Like, I don't want to, you know, be in and out of jail. I don't have to worry about somebody coming in my house, running up on me and nothing like that. Yeah. So it was like, you know, I had to have my mind made up to get up out of here. Like, I had to have the, the instrument of change, well, the element of change was already inside of me. And, you know, when everybody else was kind of like, oh, I just want to be out here. Like, all I know is this. And I was like, nah, man, there's more to it than that. Like, you gotta have more, but I will say like a core element I did always have is wanting the wanting something different, like one more than what was told for me. Like even with music, uh, starting off, uh, I taught myself how to play bass. Uh, no one, at least at the time of me, no one, no one in my family had any type of musical acumen or nothing like that. Did nobody know how to play an instrument? Like, I mean, our, we have, of course, you had aunties that can sing and whatnot, mm-hmm. but, like, no one was musically inclined. When I was in March, well, I was in band through high school, but I ended up getting this program called Gallery 37. Uh, it's a, it was like an after-school program for Chicago, 
I missed it. I'm, I'm sad as it ended because I think it's something that everybody really kind of needs. But uh, they pair, they put you like it was like this building downtown, like right off of uh, which I can remember. LaSalle. It's not LaSalle. I don't remember the street, but uh, it was right next to uh, Millennium Park. And you you're in this program with like people from all over the city, like like professional level people. Like mo everybody, I think almost everyone in my jazz class went to like Juilliard and like really fancy schools. Uh, but uh, we're about to get interrupted. Hold on. Yes. What's going on? It's the missus. I'll get back to this story in a second. What? What is it? She's a story. So Carrie's had five contractions in seven minutes to five minutes apart. Okay. It's not five minutes. Yes, it is. You liar. It's more than five minutes. It's not under five minutes. It's been no more than seven minutes, and it's five times it's happened. It has been under. No. Yes. Not yet. Yes. I, I was getting in the shower before I had to go. We'll go get your fucking shower because it's time to go. Okay, she's funny. Okay. Go look at her phone, bro. I know what. I just did that so in case I edit it, I know where to go back to. Uh, we just had like a big interruption. I don't know how much of it got caught on this thing. But uh, probably gonna wrap this up. I have was telling an interesting story. Bottom line is, I was in another room by myself learning how to play an instrument because I didn't want to be, you know, like looked at as that ghetto kid from the Chicago, from the west side of Chicago that didn't know how to play music. He just kind of just, he, well, he ain't supposed to be here. He just kind of showed up, which, kind of because jazz program was pretty new but i wanted to get better so i took the stuff i needed to to get better uh i think that's kind of it we, i haven't realized we've been talking for this long but uh this was enjoyable man like I, you know i enjoy chopping it up with you mr g you know Love you gotta that, do this more more often man on yes, some sir. different subjects and stuff yes sir all right uh any final things you want to talk say you know say to the people like the the three people that probably actually listen to this west side that's all I got. West Side. West Side. Uh, again, thank y'all for taking the time about uh, listening to this uh, podcast. Anything can happen. You know, this all life is all real. Uh, I might, I might be about to be having a baby right now. Uh, so, listen to this and you know support. You know, I appreciate it. I don't really make money off of this stuff. I would like to, but uh, again, this would be up on Anchor and SoundCloud and some other stuff. Uh, whenever I post a link to Facebook and stuff, it'll have links to all that other good stuff, you know, take time out. And if you don't want to listen, if you don't think it's for you, you know, you can share it. Might be for somebody else, you know, each one, reach one, all that good stuff. So remember, change change is scary. I'll admit change is scary, but it is definitely a necessary step in your life. Uh, that's all I got. Uh, this is Mr. and Mr. G. Uh, we'll catch y'all on the next one, whatever that may be. All right. Peace out. We both did the peace sign like hey, y'all can see us in the camp. Yeah, so you can see us. <laughs> it, it happens, it happens. All right, bye.